and it's time for everyone to make a choice. So there's righteousness and justice. That's what wisdom is bringing. I mean, he's done what we can't do. So why would I not follow Jesus? You know how sometimes it feels like everything's chaotic? You're just not sure what to do? Like maybe the fabric of the universe is unraveling. Or like your mind is a battlefield and you're not sure which way to go. Maybe you simply wish that you had some better directions for living life outside of Babylon. This podcast is designed to help you clear your head from the fog of the battle that so often creeps into our minds and hearts. Our heart for you is that you develop clear thinking and get direction, get biblical clarity that leads to discernment about culture and life, emotions, passions, and a bunch of other important issues to find your way out of the fog and live a life that is grounded and engaged in the way of Jesus. This first season, we'll focus on the book of Proverbs and consider several questions. What is Proverbs? Why is it important today? What's its basic message? What is wisdom? Can we know it and apply it today? I'm Jim. I've invited some friends of mine to join me at the table and learn together to reclaim and engage Proverbs. The dream in our hearts is that you and a community of people like you would join us. Okay, so Jules is here. Hello. Great to have Jules back. Thank you. Yeah. I'm so excited to be back. Oh man, I've been looking forward to this. And you know, yesterday I was thinking about this. We uh, we had a big day at our church. That was really amazing. Anything that uh, was a highlight reel for you? I think one highlight is afterward, I went out to lunch with the same people who I went out to lunch with my first Sunday. <laughs> so that's crazy. pretty cool. Like not intentionally. Yeah, you just, just happened. Like realized it? Yeah. Sitting there. Like- and then at lunch, we shared stories about kind of just that story. So it was just a really sweet mm. day all around. Yeah. yeah. Have you had any uh, Proverbs moments or anything that have been like, oh, I'm thinking differently since well, it's been months ago now? I have had a pretty major Proverbs moment, actually. Yeah. Oh, tell me. I recently took a trip to Spain. Okay. So I went to southern Spain. It was incredible. Yeah. And while I was in Spain, we were in the city of Sevilla, and there's a huge cathedral in that city. And depending on the technicalities and how you look at it, it's either the first or the third largest cathedral in the world. And wow. so it's pretty breathtaking. And the tallest tower of the cathedral, I was looking at it, and it has on it Proverbs 18. And so I looked up Proverbs 18, mm-hmm. and Proverbs 18.10 says... The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous who run to it are safe. Hmm. And so that just ended up being like an anchor verse during my trip. Hmm. And now I just have a visual representation of a strong tower. Yeah. And what a way to remember the name of the Lord is a strong tower. So it was awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Very cool. Well, last time we talked about uh, Proverbs chapter 1 verses 20 through the end of the chapter, which Mm -hmm. was wisdom's first speech. Mm -hmm. What stands out in your memory since like three months ago? Well, the thing that stands out to me is how gruff wisdom was, Mm. you know, particularly your reaction to her. Like, "Ah, she's being really kind of coarse, you know, we talked about how she was in the street. Mm -hmm. And so I think this one's going to be different having read it. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, since, 
we did that. You came back. We talked about the little prelude. Mm-hmm. And since we've done that, we've done chapters two, three, four, five, six, and seven. And we've covered a whole lot of different ground. Okay. So I feel like I've just been taking deep dives in this with the discussions and then editing it together and re-listening to it every single time mm. that I listen to it. Even when I'm editing, I'm like, oh, well, this is good. It's God's word. You know, it's just yeah. strong. Mm-hmm. It does something to me. So the last couple of chapters, chapter five, six, and seven, have had a lot to do with sexuality. I noticed. Yeah. Like three long kind of man-to-man, father-to-son, mother-to-daughter kind of discussions. Yeah. Here we are. It's the the ten lectures are done. Okay. So chapter eight is the penultimate, second to the last chapter of the prologue, and dad is bringing it. Okay. So it's, it's the second speech of wisdom. You had the first one. And I think there's some things to compare, so we'll definitely check in on that as we go on. Okay. Great. As you think about three months ago, yeah, what uh, what stands out to you about what we you know other than who is this wisdom, mm, right? right? What else um, are you thinking about now that you've looked at the second speech? Yes. Well, I remember from the first time I had this picture of wisdom in the streets, in the city square, calling out. And chapter eight, I feel, starts similarly, Mm -hmm. where wisdom's calling. She's at the crossroads. And so I found some similarities there and was like, okay, I'm excited to see where this goes. And then I think also just remembering when we talked about the prologue, one thing we talked about was Proverbs is kind of the memes, Right? They're very memeable. And so just that's just been helpful as I've read Proverbs since our last time together, um, memorizing even just one verse versus the whole chapter at a time has been helpful. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Well, let's read uh, the first half of the chapter, which is not exactly half, but let's read verses 1 through 21. Okay. How about if I read... 1 through 11, and you read 12 through 21. Perfect. Okay. Does not wisdom call? Does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights beside the way, at the crossroads, she takes her stand. Beside the gates in front of the town, at the entrance of the portals, she cries aloud, To you, O man, I call, and my cry is to the children of man. O simple ones, learn prudence. O fools, learn sense. Hear, for I will speak noble things, and from my lips will come what is right. For my mouth will utter truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. They're all straight to him who understands, and right to those who find knowledge. Take my instruction instead of silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels. And all that you may desire cannot compare with her. I, wisdom, live with prudence, and I attain knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. I have good advice and sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength. By me, kings reign, and rulers decree what is just. 
By me rulers rule, and nobles all who govern rightly. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold, and my yield than choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness along the paths of justice, endowing with wealth those who love me and filling their treasuries. Awesome. Okay. Right off the bat, before I start yeah. kind of the standard questions, what stands out to you having just read that here right now and in the last little while? Yeah. To me, the thing that has been standing out is the comparison to silver and gold. Hmm. It happened twice just in this first section yeah. and just the comparison of knowledge and instruction and wisdom being better than silver, better than the best gold. Mm-hmm. Um, just really stuck out to me. Yeah. So you were saying it's better than silver and better than gold, but you you didn't finish verse eleven, sir. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> wisdom being better than jewels. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. very personal. Very personal. I know you've <laughs> been waiting for that verse to come up in the podcast. It's a little humbling though, yes. right? Wisdom's better. Come on. <laughs> well, uh, why is that significant? Do you think? I mean, aside from the joke about jewels. Right. I mean, I think it really brings home the va- like value, right? And it just mm-hmm. reminds me of you can't serve two masters, and the two master choices are God and money. Mm-hmm. And so it's just saying, like, if, if your hope is in silver or gold, that's not the most valuable resource that you have. Right. Oh, that's good. That's good. Notice who are the characters in this. Yes, so simple ones are back. Simple ones get a mention, yeah. Fools get a mention. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems like wisdom is a character to me. Wisdom is a character, yeah, definitely. I mean, we call her Lady Wisdom sometimes, right? Yes. Who else are characters that you see? Oh, people. People, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's really important. Now, do you remember, in comparison to the first time, who was that addressed to specifically? It was the simple, the mocker, and the fool. Right. It was just them. Yes. And now it's, oh, people. Okay. It's all Everybody. of humanity. Yeah. So that's a pretty big distinction. Mm-hmm. She's gone. She's still, you know, out. She's not hiding. Mm-hmm. She's still broadcasting and calling and crying. But she goes from being out in the open in the public square on the top of the wall at the gate, you know, in the streets, to being in the heights, Mm. the highest place, at the crossroads where everybody has to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And again, the gates and the entrance to all the portals where all the decisions are made as to who gets in the city. Mm. So she's in a different place and she's now talking to everyone. Um, you mentioned simple ones. You mentioned fools. Who else is in there? Uh, well, the Lord is mentioned one time in the part that we read mm-hmm. in verse 13. We're going to see a lot more of the Lord mentioned verses 22 through 31. The other characters, and look in verse 15 and 16. Who are those? Kings, rulers, nobles. Yeah, so the people that are running things, Mm -hmm. the politicians, Mm -hmm. the rulers, the decision makers. Um, So isn't that interesting that she's talking really to everybody, the commoners and 
especially. Yeah. And then she's also talking about the rulers. Yeah. The kings. The whole end of the spectrum. Yeah. So that's really, really important. I don't know how hard it would be for you to look at it. I actually grabbed my chart from last time. Amazing. And, like, looked for things that were in comparison that were similar. Wow. So I'll, I'll, I'll share with you yes, this. Please. In verse 17 and 21, talks about people who love me. But in the previous, when I was talking about the simple... How long will you, this is chapter 1, verses 20, verse 22. How long will you who are simple love your simple ways? Mm. So that's tied in again. And here we have the fear of the Lord in verse 13. What does that one say? The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Pride mm. and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. Yeah. That's really strong. It is. That's four things that... Wisdom hates. Mm. And there's also this theme of way and path that Mm -hmm. the Father's been talking about. We had whole poems, whole lectures, whole training sessions on that for for the Son. So there's a whole lot of different things in here that are comparing and contrasting. Aside from the personal uh, reference to Jules there, (laughs) what do you see are the, the command verbs in really kind of the middle of what we read? Well, I see in verse 6, we have here. Yeah. And in verse 10, take my instruction. What yeah. else do we Th- have? Those are the two okay. big ones. Yeah. In that particular section, you'll see that it gets repeated at the end of the poem. Mm-hmm. Again, we haven't read it yet. But this word, take my instruction, some other translations say choose. Mm choose my instruction and that's really you know if if you remember way back we were just kind of figuring out who is wisdom and the father and the son it was kind of the beginning of the story and now we're at the second to last chapter and here we are it's time to choose and wisdom makes a pretty compelling case Mm -hmm. Uh, and then what then she starts describing what her speech is like as opposed to whose speech. Look at it in your, in your Bible there. Who's talking in chapter 7? This is a direct comparison. In verse uh, chapter 7, verse 14, this is the woman. This is the foreign woman. The woman you have no business being around. Someone else's wife. She says... Uh, I had to offer sacrifices, and today I've paid my vows, and I've spread out my uh, couch with coverings and perfumed my bed. Come, let's take our fill of love. This is in direct contrast to the sensual, supposedly easy and comfortable way that leads to death. And now she's describing her her speech, what she's bringing to this this person who must choose wisdom. And what does she say? How does she describe it? She will speak noble things. Yeah. From her lips will come what is right, and her mouth will utter truth. Yeah. Her words are righteous. Nothing is twisted or crooked. Yeah. I have sound wisdom, resourcefulness. I have insight. I have strength. When rulers rule, they do so how? 
Rightly. Rightly. Justly, right? People who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me. Wealth and righteousness. Now, yours said prosperity, didn't it? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting word. I noticed that in just some of the preparation. The, The Hebrew word there can be vocalized as righteousness. And not just prosperity. Mm-hmm. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Yeah. So there's righteousness and justice. That's what wisdom is bringing. I remember somebody's pretty big on justice. Yeah. Who's that? Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, we're still getting to know each other. We're friends. We go to the same church. We're in yeah. the same small group. But so as you've just been listening to this and thinking through it, what does this passage mean to you? To me, this passage means... Wisdom has a lot to offer, and it's better than silver or gold or jewels. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it just compels me to say, what does wisdom have that I need? Mm. That's good. Well, what does this tell us about Jesus? Dear Jim, what does this tell us about Jesus? (laughs) Teach me, oh wise one. (laughs) What does this tell us about Jesus? Well, you know, one of the things that has come up pretty frequently is, you know, Jesus is not directly mentioned. Yep. You know, the Lord is mentioned. The way of Jesus is what this podcast is all about. That Proverbs teaches us the way of Jesus. This is describing for us. Um, the marvel of the way of Jesus as it's described. It is describing all that he did in his life and in his obedience. This is the way that Jesus actually walked. He hated evil. He was not proud or arrogant. He did not follow the way of evil. He offered no perverted speech. He had counsel. He had sound wisdom. He walked by that. Uh, He endured. He was righteous. He walked in the... Verse 20 particularly stands out to me. Mm -hmm. He walked in the way of righteousness, in the path of justice, in order to grant to those who love me an inheritance. But what did he do differently? He had all that. Like, he earned it all. So he had it all. And then what did he do with everything that he had, Jules? Gave it away. He gave it all. Yeah. So to me, this is a beautiful, um, not merely an illustration, Mm. but the actual description of the way that Jesus lived and then the way that he sacrificed. And the, the great thing about his death and his burial And his resurrection is that everything that he had, if we believe in him by faith, is credited to us as what? Righteousness. Righteousness. Because everything that was unrighteous about us, all the ways that we did not love him, were put on him, on his account when he died. It's good news. It is great news, yeah. Yeah. So you're one of the people who is getting, or is probably already out of the fog. (laughs) You are helping other people get out of the fog. If you just listen to even what we said about Jesus, what would you say, what clarifications does it help you get? 
Well, I think um, you were talking earlier about this is kind of the culmination. This is her speech to everyone, and it's time for everyone to make a choice. So I think just that reminder that we have to choose what way are we following. Are we following the way to righteousness? Are we not? Um, So I think that is a good reminder to keep top of mind, a good clarification. Yeah. How does uh, Jesus having done it for us, how does that empower us? (laughs) Zingers tonight, Jim. (laughs) I need the answer key for these. (laughs) (laughs) There's no quiz. Uh, I don't know. I feel like like I'm failing the test right now. No, no, no. It's it's really truly not fair how much I have prepared today. (laughs) (laughs) Just come and read the passage and react to it. That's exactly what I want. But okay, you can't fail. Okay. (laughs) What's the question again? Yeah, how does the fact that Jesus has walked the way of Jesus for us empower us to follow Him? I mean, He's done what we can't do so why would I not follow Jesus like he's done what I couldn't do so who else would I follow but him mm. that's great that's really great <laughs> <laughs> that's great hey thanks for joining us I want to say thanks to all my friends who've come over and had these great conversations about Proverbs with me Eliza and Jules and Deanna and Christian and Alex and Nicole and Levi and Daniel and Jose. You guys have been great. Check us out at Out of the Fog Proverbs on Instagram or send us an email at Out of the Fog Proverbs at gmail.com. Look forward to our next time together. <laughs>